The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, You have heard that it was said, An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, Do not resist an evildoer. But if anyone strikes you on the right cheek, turn the other also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your coat, give your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go also the second mile. Give to everyone who begs from you, and do not refuse anyone who wants to borrow from you. The Gospel of the Lord. Today we have just a portion of the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapter 5. This is a revolutionary teaching as we know. But Jesus begins by going back to the Old Testament and saying this is just the final step in a whole process of growth. The first step was to do away with revenge. He begins by saying, you have heard that it was said an eye for an eye or a tooth for a tooth. He's referring to the advance made in the Mosaic law called retribution, which put a cap on revenge. So when we go back to the book of Genesis, we see an example of revenge without limits when in chapter four, Lamech says to his wives, I have killed a man for wounding me, a young man for injuring me. If Cain is avenged seven times, then Lamech 77 times. Now that's what caused the flood, this unleashing of unmitigated revenge just escalated out of control so that humanity was fallen so badly that God had to start over with wiping the slate clean. When he begins again with Noah, he gradually builds an ethic that is crystallized with the Torah given to Moses on Mount Sinai. And part of the Torah was this law called retribution that revenge has to be capped. An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. You can't seek more punishment than your injury. Well, that was progress, and it halted this unmitigated escalation into violence, destructive violence. Well, now with Jesus, he brings this to a whole new realm, revolutionary, as I said, where he says retribution is no longer to be the standard. It's not an eye for an eye or a tooth for a tooth. Rather, it's love, forgiveness, generosity, right across the board, whether to family members, community, even enemies. This is the new law, the new covenant, that is to change everything. Now, the question is, how do we put this into practice? Let's just look at our own families. Let's say there's a hurt between a brother and a sister or between relatives. The first thing that should happen is to remember we're all created in God's image and likeness. And so we're called to be that forgiving, generous, loving person so that relationships are kept intact and in fact flourish and deepen even in the midst of struggles. But is there a limit to that? Do we have to be a doormat so that people can continue to abuse us? 
The Catechism of the Catholic Church weighs in on this struggle in two fronts. One, what they call legitimate self-defense. So the Catechism says that defense can be not only a right, but a grave duty for one who is responsible for the lives of others. The defense of the common good requires that an unjust aggressor be rendered unable to cause harm. For this reason, those who hold legitimate authority also have the right to use arms to repel aggressors against the civil community entrusted to their responsibility. So let's look at the whole situation with the Ukraine. And now we get into what's called just war theory, where the church says that you can exercise defense against an unjust aggressor if there are certain conditions met, such as the damage inflicted by the aggressor on the nation or community of nations must be lasting, grave, and certain. Well, that's certainly the case in the Ukraine. All other means of putting an end to it must have been shown to be impractical or ineffective. So negotiations have broken down. That's the second condition. The third, there must be serious prospects of success in the defense. And lastly, the use of arms in defense must not be disproportionate to the evil that is being eliminated. With those four conditions, what's happening in the Ukraine with the country of Ukraine defending itself is clearly within the realm not only of church teaching, but this gospel today. Now let's apply this to the first reading where we have a clearly unjust situation where Naboth, who has a vineyard close to the king's residence, the king wants that. Now he does the proper thing. He approaches Naboth and says, would you sell me your vineyard? I'll give you a fair price or I'll give you even better vineyard. So King Ahab begins on the right footing. But when he's refused because this is ancestral lands, that should have been the end of it because he's the king and he is a servant leader. He has responsibilities to be a servant to those he is in kingship over. But he does not. He bears a grudge. So much so he stops eating and then his wife gets into the act and she concocts this whole scheme of trying to get Naboth killed. In fact, she does and then steals the vineyard. So here we have again, all the way back to the beginning with Lamech, vengeance out of control. If the conditions in today's gospel had been applied to that first reading, there would have been a peaceful resolution of that situation. And we look at our world today, we have conflict among peoples, we have anger, people who are divided against each other, a cancel culture, all kinds of evils. What Jesus is saying here is to overcome evil with good. We can certainly do that in our relationships, in our families, Overcome humiliation by shaming those in power. That's exactly what people like Martin Luther King did. He used nonviolent means of protest to bring down an entire unjust system of racism. So today's reading is obviously very important for our own families, our own culture, but we need the Holy Spirit to carry it out because this is way beyond our ability not to seek revenge, not to distance ourselves from those that we don't like. So Holy Spirit, come into our hearts, help us to live this gospel, 
the new covenant, the Sermon on the Mount, the very way Jesus has treated us, dying on the cross rather than seeing us in any way lost. <laughs>